you get so great at being yourself when you are nurturing queenhood because queenhood is about confidence queenhood is about authenticity queenhood is about not needing other people to approve of you queenhood is you deciding what is enough and who's enough and 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 what's enough for you and actually having that decision be in service to you and your contribution in life You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hey, my beauty. Wow. Do I have a special, special, special podcast for you today? Today was actually day one of Own Your Throne. And day one was all about owning your past. Um, I'm going to get into day two, which is Own Your Present, and day three is on owning your epic future. But today we just dove in so deep to spiritual principles, feminine principles, the difference between thinking our feelings and feeling our feelings, why we have programmed ourselves and why we are the ones that are keeping ourselves from our own success and what we can actually do about it. So it's a nice, long, juicy one. I hope you enjoy. Check out the links in the show notes if you want to be on the list to get more content like this. You'll have that possibility. And then also you'll have a sneak peek into the 10-week-long course, Own Your Throne, where I'm going to be working with a select group of women all summer on deepening in your femininity and spirituality. And there's even a link for an opportunity to get in on an elite luxury women's retreat. So check out the links in the show notes. But in the meantime, enjoy Own Your Throne Day 1, Own Your Past. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so super looking to being with everyone. Come say hello in the chat. Let me know who you are, where you're zooming in from. It's going to be just such a glorious opportunity for you to grow yourself like anchor into the queen that's already within you for sure, but also to be in connection and community with women from around the world who are just like you. I have been watching all of you signing up and getting yourself ready. So I really honor you for taking the time and being here. You know, listen to the recording is one thing, but being here live, you're going to see it's a totally different transmission. You're going to be able to see the looks on people's faces and just like have your own experience. So thank you for prioritizing your queenhood and thank you for being here. You know, we all you're going to see we are all here for the same purpose. Me, you, every woman across the world who has signed up for this. We are looking for something better. We're looking for something amazing. So I just want to take a few moments to let everyone come on in. I see Linda Brand. Hello. We've got MJ Bree. We got Switzerland in the house. Canada. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Sonia. Martha from Mexico. It wouldn't be a divine living event without Martha. Jackie from Chicago. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome. Hi, Cassandra. Shade. So good to see you. Nicole Newell, it's so good to have you here. Dr. Tanya from St. Lucia. Troy, Michigan. Stop it, Heidi. That's amazing. 
I grew up in Troy, Michigan, for those of you who don't know. Um, Suzanne from Connecticut, so great to see you there. Hey, Jamie, Elizabeth, Carolina, hi from New York. Hey, Himanon, good to have you. Pamela in Atlanta, Myra, oh, it's so good to have this community of Queens gathering. Let's keep the energy high, presence yourself, because one of the things you're going to learn here, too, is this next three days is going to be a really great kind of test run for how you show up in life. You know, if you've got that temptation to kind of like sneak in the back corner or like just listen and watch and see what everybody else says, or because we know that's not what you're here for, you came to put yourself out in the world in the way that is just right for you. So start by just presencing yourself in the chat. And isn't it fun to see all the people that are near you? Cincinnati, Ontario, Canada, San Paulo. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, hey, Salt Lake. All right, that's cool. Lebanon, one of my favorite places. Ireland, we are a global community. That is for sure. Wendy from Massachusetts, Tanya from Chicago. I love it. Australia in the house. You got up early, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Scotland, Mexico, Chicago. This is so beautiful. Romania. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I want to honor each and every one of you for being here and being here on time. And it is my great desire and intention to pour into you over these next three days, everything that is a culmination of my work and career over the past 20 years. For those of you that don't know me, hi, I'm Gina DeVee. I'm the founder of Divine Living and the author of The Audacity to Be Queen. I have a former, uh, I, I am a former psychotherapist. I have a master's degree in clinical psychology. And over the past 20 years, I've been a business and transformational coach, very much rooted in spiritual and feminine principles. So doing it differently than a lot of business coaches out there. And over the last year and a half, I found myself like so many of us saying, it's time for a change. What am I doing with my life? The same things that used to bring me joy, satisfaction, money, significance, all the things were just dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. And I had an experience of resisting it, you know, because so much of the masculine teaching out there is like, well, if something's not working, work harder and just push through it and feel the fear and do it anyways. And it, you know, doesn't matter how you feel, just like make it happen, work longer, work harder, hustle and all of that, like only the strong survive. And though I was never like super, super, super masculine, I did rely on much of the masculine beliefs and principles, um, particularly in terms of being logical and practical and responsible and thinking that this was the way that I was actually going to achieve success in my career and my personal life and in my lifestyle. And then the resistance to letting God in sooner created a lot of pain for me. Um, it made me take a slower route to what was meant to be my epic life. And what I really got more than ever, and a lot of us are going to know these scriptures and these principles. And those of you that don't come from a Christian background or have any kind of religious wounding, we're going to help you get over that um, and heal from that. Because whether or not you're a Christian, there's a lot of wisdom and power in these beautiful scriptures. And I also quote scriptures uh, from all sorts of spiritual texts that I find power in. And so whether you come from a traditional Christian background, you're going to start to see these scriptures in a whole new light. And for those of you that are like, that, not my bag, you're going to learn to love some of this ancient scripture thing as well. 
because there's truth and really the truth will set you free. And I couldn't see the truth for my life. I thought I could. I thought the truth for my life was that I was a business coach. And you can kind of look at yourself over the past, I don't know, year, two, decade, two, lifespan, like the way you've seen yourself and your identity or who you were supposed to be or how you were supposed to make your money or who you were supposed to be in relationship maybe was different than what the universe had in mind for you. Maybe was actually a smaller, less epic version. And so it's a real opportunity for us to come face to face with our truth. It takes real, real courage. It takes a real spiritual path. You know, I think, of course, if you would have asked me before now, you know, Gina, would, were, are you spiritual? I would have said yes. Would, do you meditate? I would have said yes. And there was an element of truth to that, but now there's a greater depth of it because I wasn't just knowing spiritual principle. I came face to face with applying it, actually living it, trusting it. Even when I was like, wait a minute, all this let go and let God and like, isn't the way I'm supposed to get success if I just work harder or keep doing more of the same and hoping for the best. So, um, all of what you're about to experience is me being very far away from my own throne. And if you're in any kind of vortex, whether it's your self-esteem, whether it's your relationship, whether it is um, anything that doesn't have you experiencing what you feel is like living your best life, that's what I call being away from our throne. And when we not only get on our throne and remember who we are, the queens that we are, and we own our throne unapologetically in the way that only you are actually meant to, in the way that only I'm meant to, in the way that everyone's meant to for themselves individually, that's when this world becomes just the most outstanding, exquisite, incredible, like just can't even imagine wanting to do life any differently. Well. I've had some great successful experiences over the years, but in the last year and a half, there was a lot I wanted different in my life. There was a lot of low self-esteem. There was a lot of ego hits. There was a lot of confusion. There was, the worst part for me was my wobble with my own faith. Like, you know, is there really a God out there? Is this stuff really gonna work? If I don't rely on man-made masculine hustle principles, am I really gonna be? happy? Am I really going to be financially successful? Or am I, you know, like, what's going to happen if I actually surrender? Um, it was a very foreign place for me. And from what I can tell, word on the street is what I was experiencing, living in that world in between worlds, the, the life that I had was over. The life that I desired or whatever that life was, I, not only was it not here, I didn't have clarity on it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to get there. Like nothing seemed to be working. And fortunately, part of my calling was to dive deep spiritually, to really lean, really lean deep into queenhood. And I don't think it's going to take you in a year and a half, but after a year and a half for me, I can honestly tell you I am living my best life every day and everything is only getting better and better. There is so much flow. There's so much clarity. There's so much confidence. There's so much synchronicity and everything, everything, everything is spiritually guided, which is why I have zero anxiety, zero depression. 
because what I've come to find is that when you really do rely on spiritual guidance, it is clearer than green, yellow, or red on a traffic signal. It's way more profound. It's way better than anything you could have imagined. And it is an art. There are nuances to it. It is an education. And so this is why I was really excited to bring this level of feminine depth and power in spirituality to career women and entrepreneurs and professionals globally, because me, my friends, and I'm guessing the reason why you're here is same old, same old. It's not even an option anymore. Like we couldn't even go through the motions if we try, like, like we can't even pretend to be interested in status quo or keep doing the same things. And when we ignore those whispers, there's big consequences. And I'm not saying anything out of fear, I'm saying it out of feminine fierceness. Uh, one thing anybody who knows me knows, I will never be your cosmic cheerleader. I am here to absolutely take a stand for your greatness and whatever that is. And the only thing we're gonna crush here is a tomato. This is not hustle. This is not massive action. This is not fake it till you make it. This is you discovering, honing, and using the feminine arts, the spiritual arts, as they are intended to draw every beautiful, high intentional, great thing in your life to you. And you are going to be astounded at how easy life gets. You are going to be amazed at how small your thinking was, because I know this is part of my journey, and what a bigger, better plan God has in store for you. All right? So that is my promise over these three days. My request to you is, will you promise to be here live and bring your best? Be here live and bring your best. I understand dishes and laundry and all that needs done. If you are here actively participating, taking notes, just soaking in every nugget for you, you're going to have a completely different experience. You will have radical transformation. You will see miracles take place, whether they're externally or internally. And I'm here to tell you, they both count. And they are a miracle is a miracle. A shift in perception is a fantastic miracle. And an external manifestation is a fantastic miracle. I'm going to be sharing with you um, what I've gotten along the way, how I've gotten it. Anyone who knows me knows I'm pretty transparent. Um, so there's no area that goes untouched. We are women and every woman has a story. I do, you do, and every single woman here. So these next three days, we're gonna honor your story by owning your past, owning your present, so that you can consciously create the most epic future beyond your wildest dreams and including your biggest dreams as well. That's, that's what's necessary to step into this level of queenhood. Um, we don't get to do a spiritual bypass. And I've really taken a look at everything from metaphysics to quantum physics to spirituality to femininity. But there's a little practical stuff in there too. So for some of you are like, I'd like some handrails, please. I'd like a plan. I'd like something structured. 
I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. But first things first, I just want to warmly welcome each and every one of you. Thank you for making this decision to show up for yourself here. And we're going to begin with a prayer. Ah, dear God, thank you. Thank you for each and every woman here, each and every queen, and each and every throne. We know that you have created every single person here for a royal and important purpose. We are also well aware that we are all the most unlikely candidates to be living the level of greatness, the offering the level of impact, living in the level of abundance. And yet you see us differently. You have created us for such a time as this. And may we open up our hearts and our minds and our spirits and our lives so that your very alive spirit can swoon in and fill us and flow through us. May we no longer look at life as hard or tight or fear-based or lacking or unclear in any way. Because as we know that you are source, and in that we make no one or nothing else source. We come to you for everything and all things, direction, confidence, love, power, impact, visibility, miracles, and every level of expression that is meant to come through each of us uniquely and all of us collectively. May we own our lives and the mission that you have placed inside each and every one of us with great reverence. May we be reminded that we are on sacred ground as we are here with you and women across the world who are honoring their destiny in this moment. We release and let go of any form of lack, insecurity, surrender, I can't, smallness, self-sabotage, invisibility and we open up to you, being in alignment with you, discovering our truth, claiming it loud and proud, and truly getting into the core of our being deeper than we ever have. With you, all things are possible. And we pray this believing, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, my darlings. So. I'm going to start real quickly. I know that many of you know the story of Esther and many of you have read my book. If you have not yet read my book, uh, it will help you with everything that we're doing. So you can go to divineloving.com forward slash book and my team will put a link in the chat. Um, you can get my book that way. But let me give you the, the short version of the story of Queen Esther in which this entire Own Your Throne series is based on. So um, we're going back to ancient times, thousands and thousands of years ago to ancient Persia. And there was the most powerful man in the world. His name was King Xerxes. And he owned the most land and he was the richest man and all the things. And he threw this big lavish party. And uh, at the end of the party, he asked his queen who was in another room with all of the wives of the nobles and officials of the land, of the land to come in parading her beauty wearing her crown. The scriptures also say he was high in spirit. So basically he was drunk and clearly she was not interested because she said no. 
Now, you don't have to know about, I don't know, men, kings, or ancient Persia to know there was probably going to be a really big consequence for this queen to say no to that king and in front of all these people. And the king freaked out. He got angry. He was embarrassed. He said to his friends, what should we do with her? They're like, our wives are in there. And they just saw the queen say no to the king. What do you think they're going to say to us? Get rid of this woman. And thus, women's suppression. So Queen Vashti was her name, and she was banished from the, the kingdom. And I'll get into to that later. The point is the king was out without a queen. Meanwhile, at the same time, scooching over uh, geographically a little bit from Persia to Israel, there was a war going on in Israel. And what was happening is that the people who were losing uh, were sent out of Israel. They were exiled out of their country and treated like second-class citizens. During the war, there was a young woman named Esther, and the historians say that her parents died in this war, so she was orphaned. So she too was exiled into Persia, treated like a second-class citizen. She had one living relative named Mordecai. Mordecai was her safety zone. It was her safe haven. She goes to live with Mordecai. And you can imagine if you had been orphaned and then exiled, and you're finally getting to this place of relief. And then the king decided that he needed a new queen. So they rounded up all the young maidens of the land, threw them in the palace harem where they were treated for a year with beauty treatments and special foods. So Esther was taken out of her comfort zone, out of living with her only living relative to be in this foreign harem. And she had a great attitude along the way. She ends up going before the king. She doesn't reveal who she is ahead of time. The king ends up picking the most unlikely candidate, the Jewish orphan girl, unbeknownst to him, to be the next queen of Persia. So right after the Esther becomes queen, there's a law issued in the land to kill, destroy, and annihilate all the Jews. So Mordecai gets word to Esther and he's like, Esther, you got to go to the king for such a time as this. You've been called into royalty. See, this is the reason you became queen. You got to save us. And she's like, no, 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 not me. You don't understand palace protocol. You don't understand the rules. I can't go to the king unless I'm summoned first. And Mordecai is like, Esther, do not think that you and you alone will be saved. God's will will be done with or without you. Whew. And she's like, you're right. I will go to the king. Please pray, gather the people, pray and fast for me for three days and I will do the same. So after she goes deep, deep, deep into spiritual guidance, she comes out wearing her royal robes, goes before the king uh, and asks him to come to a banquet with his best friend, Haman. The king comes to the banquet. Haman's there. They're like, Esther, what is it? What do you want? We'll give you anything. She's like, come to a banquet tomorrow. Same thing happens. And finally she reveals there's been a law issued to kill all the Jews in the land and I am a Jew and I'm asking you to save my people. There's a lot more details that come with this, but the shorter version is the king honors her request. Uh, she does, the Jews are saved. And in my book, she's the heroine of all time. Now, growing up in fundamentalist Christianity, I always read this story as literal. And though it is a true story, there's that. But then one day the Holy Spirit entered my being and as I was reading it, her story popped out on the page as mine. And we'll have time to go through it more in depth with you. And I'm hoping that you found somewhere in there your story as well. It's very much the story of the heroine's journey. Meeting the ordinary woman, just like me, just like you, 
is actually meant to be the queen in your life. And that only from the position of queen can you fulfill your calling. She couldn't have done it orphaned in Israel. She couldn't have done it even exiled in Persia living with Mordecai. She had to have everything orchestrated, everything awful, everything terrible. Look at this horrible childhood she had. As if being orphaned wasn't enough, then being exiled, then taken out of your comfort zone, then put in a harem for a year, not knowing whether you're gonna be the next queen or discarded. I mean, this is torture. And chances are, whether or not you've been literally orphaned, and you may have been, most of us in some way have been emotionally orphaned, symbolically orphaned in some way, where mother or father, whoever was supposed to take care of us or look out for us, wasn't there for us. And therefore, what was meant to be modeled in terms of that nurturing, unconditional love with great boundaries and wisdom and spiritual connectedness from a mother might not have been there. And again, symbolically from the father, the provider, the protector energy that may have been lacking in some way for you symbolically or emotionally as well. And you too have probably been exiled in your own way from a job, from a marriage, from a relationship, from a community, from a circle of friends, from a family group. And there might've been a bunch of things happening in your life that had you taken out of your comfort zone. You'll see Esther didn't raise her hand and volunteer and you probably didn't raise your hand. Be like, yeah, let's throw me out in the deep end or let's take me away from everything that I know to be good or true or safe or familiar. And yet, what we're going to focus on today is that unless Esther's past was exactly the way it was and she owned it like a queen, she would not have been in the position to fulfill her calling. And the same goes for you. Every place that you have been orphaned, that you have been exiled, that you have been taken out of your comfort zone was to orchestrate you to be in the position to fulfill your calling. Now, the problem. The problem is that because most of us were orphaned and exiled on some level, we didn't know the truth. And we might not have interpreted certain events or certain treatment in our lives from other people to be the way God intended it to be. And what happens when we're little girls is we internalize and we make a lot of sacred contracts that are not true. We internalize that we can't. We internalize that we're not good enough. We internalize that it's not safe to be visible or wealthy or gorgeous or in love or any of those things. And to the degree that anything is not thriving currently in your life, and you might have a lot of things where you are thriving. So this is for you to look at the areas in your life that are not thriving. Usually come down to the sacred contracts we made unconsciously when we were little girls of when we were orphaned. Oh, okay. Well, mommy's not happy, but I could make her happy. And if I make mommy happy and mommy's happy, then everything and everyone will be okay. 
first seed planted for codependency, right? I'm responsible for others. I'm responsible for people's happiness. Or if I just, if I entertain dad or do what dad does or make dad happy, then he won't start yelling at mom or make the rest of the family angry or, or whatever that is. So then you become as a five-year-old girl or younger, the, the protector of the family. And then you can see as you're growing up and you're going through life where you're taking on an unnecessary level of responsibility and you're, you're considering everyone else before yourself and you're ignoring your own needs and your own desires. And on a certain level, you even become invisible to who you actually are because everyone is more important. You've placed this priority on making sure everyone else is okay. Or you've made a decision that unless everyone else approves of you or accepts you, that you're not gonna be okay. So these are just some of the ways in which we give away our power, we disown ourselves, and we don't not only nurture, but claim the truth that is within us, that we are capable, that we are strong, that we can do what we desire without the consequences. The problem is that when we were little, there probably were big consequences. If you didn't behave in a certain way, somebody would withdraw their love. If you didn't show up in a certain way, somebody, you or someone else was gonna get in trouble and the consequences felt unbearable. And when we make these sacred contracts as little girls, like, well, it's just more important that mommy's happy or that daddy's happy or that my special needs sibling is okay or the, the one that's got the active addiction just gets help or whatever the story is. We put ourselves last, back burner, disempower ourselves, and we get very far away from our throne. And we make these unconscious decisions that I just need to do what everybody else wants. I just need to do what is gonna get me acceptance, what's gonna get me love. And we think that that's gonna get us power and success and all, all the other things that we're looking for. And it doesn't, it creates, an unnecessary level of brokenness within our psyche. And thus, we show up in the same way year after year, oftentimes in the same circumstance, if not worse. Worse is when we don't listen to ourselves. Worse is when we don't learn the lesson. Worse is when we don't rewrite the contract. Worse is when we don't listen to our bodies and our intuition and mild to devastating effects take place financially, physically, with health, with relationships, with career, all of it. And so though this might not be the most rah-rah portion of the own your past part of the own your throne, I got to promise you it's going to be one of the most empowering ones. Because when I took a look at myself and what my own resistance was and where I felt blocked and broken and kind of woke up to all of the desires that I'd had for a really, really long time, but had just backburnered, the desires didn't go away. My faith or confidence or belief that they would actually ha ever happen did. That's what started to dim. But when, when I, some of the things got cleared out of my life, you know, taken out of my comfort zone, I started to become aware 
of these desires that hadn't gone anywhere. And so I want you to just stop for a moment and I want you to take a look at what are some of those either little girl desires that haven't been manifested yet or not at the level that you'd like and they've been kind of getting dusty on the shelf? Or maybe they were some like early in your career desires. You're like, you know what? This is what I'm, I'm gonna do this. Or maybe it's about relationship. The dream of having the soulmate relationship, the companion, the partner, the travel mate, the whatever it is. And I just want you to, this is not about blame. This is not about, geez, I suck. It's still there. It's not, this is about owning. And as a queen, when we can take an honest assessment for ourselves about what we actually care about, what's actually important to us, what, like, be there for yourself right now. And I don't want you to feel like a failure. I don't want you to feel like, well, it's never going to happen. And why am I writing this down? Because it's been there forever. I'm, this is day one. I'm here to help you get to the other part. But we got to claim and own and get back to the place of desire. Because I promise you, owning your desires is the starting point for everything spectacular and everything miraculous and everything magnificent. So I want you to have the courage to take a look at it. Whatever it is, I don't care if you have shame or insecurity attached to it, right? If it's get out of debt, then it's get out of debt. If it's stop dating married men, then it's that. If it's stop only being attracted to unavailable partners, then it's that. If it's stop being the internet's best kept secret, then it's that. Like, what is your thing? If you have a team that you're growing and it's like, you know, it feels like it's dying on the vines, like, What's the dream that actually hasn't left you? Dream or dreams, write them down. You deserve to prioritize yourself. You deserve to be honest with yourself. You deserve to muster up the courage and be like, I don't have any idea how this can happen, but it really still is a wish for me. It really is a desire. No matter how many times you think you've tried and you think you've failed, if the desire is still there, you write that down. I'm just going to give you a couple of moments of silence so you can get into it. Be there for yourself. I didn't even think about this, but I'll find some journaling music for you. Uh. Thank you. 
No matter how impossible, you write that down. No matter how impossible it seems to you, you write that desire down. Got some of the top ones there. They weren't buried that deep, were they? Just kind of a scratch below the surface. It's like, oh, who, me? You're talking to me? Hi, here I am. Never went far after all, even though we can feel like it's pushed really far back. So beautiful, congratulations. Again, you don't have to know the house. You're not supposed to know the house. If you do know the house, you didn't dig deep enough. That much I'll promise you. And the next step of owning your past is to become aware of what are your own beliefs or thoughts that are blocking the manifestation. This is meant to be empowering. If like when I took a look at my own, as much as I really, really, really wanted, I'm like one of them's coming to mind. I had to admit, I thought as much as I wanted and even as capable as I think I am for it, there was a belief in me that felt like it was a little too big for me. Like it was for others, that was for those people whoever those people are, but it's for the people that were already experiencing that particular desire. And it was annoying to me because I didn't actually think that they were more worthy or more deserving, but I had to admit in my belief system, my confidence wasn't quite there yet. So you'll find what it is for you. And just what, if you wrote down one or three desires, whatever, like, Write down what is the belief or the thought that comes from you that's blocking it. Because as queens, we take radical responsibility. And this is not about blame. This isn't about anything having to do with any lack. It has only to do with power. But power requires honesty and a true self-evaluation. And even if you're not entirely sure, you'll get the gist. You know, I think it'll be too hard. It'll take too long. I don't wanna deal with what I have to deal with for that to happen. Probably won't happen, so why try anyways? 
I tried it before. It didn't work. So maybe it's just not meant for me. Maybe it is just meant for those other people. Like whatever the stuff is, let's get this out of your body and out of your being and just acknowledge that there's some programming that's there. It's not coming from an intellectual space. It's not even coming from a conscious space. It's that little girl programming that somehow said, not for you. And when we carry the little girl programming into our adult lives, we sit there and take, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's our body, if it's our career, if it's our love life, it's our lifestyle, uh, if it's relationship dynamics, I want you to own what little girl beliefs or sacred contracts you made that are in direct connection, keeping you from that desire. This is gonna start to put together some of the puzzle pieces because there's nothing more infuriating than trying really, 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 really hard and putting more and more and more and more effort in and pushing, 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 and just making your will make it happen. Why do you think women are exhausted? Why do you think you're exhausted? Why do you think it's not working? Why do you think that there's not that level of manifestation that you desire and that you're craving? Because until we have owned our past and owned the beliefs that we are carrying around, those beliefs are the programming. It's that simple. It's that simple. I didn't say it's easy. We're going to get to the reprogramming. I'm just saying, let's not make this unnecessarily complicated. This is a journey and an opportunity for us all to wake up and be like, and, and you get to be like, I thought I covered that. I thought I handled that in therapy. I thought I was done with that. Whatever. If there's another layer, then so be it. But I am here to take a stand for your greatness and you seeing that big desire brought through to fruition no matter what. And the no matter what comes from, you got to admit when you think you have to be the one to make it happen. When you think you have to be the one to push it forward, even though you're tired, even as much as you keep telling yourself like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, but your soul is like, I just wanna rest. I just wanna play. I, I forgot what fun is. I haven't even had fun in so long. Or you wake up and you realize like, you're so busy working on your life and your business, but it's not bringing you joy, happiness or money or at least not the level that's worth it to you. All of this is from the unconscious programming. Anytime we keep doing the same thing or something similar, or we've psyched ourselves up and thinking that it's different, but when that same programming is there, when the same programming is there, it's for someone else, not you, and have this much, but not that much. What's wrong with you? You've got everything else going great in your life. You have this one area. Can't you just be satisfied? Whatever it is, 
I want you to get clear on what must be reprogrammed. And when you own this, it's the truth that sets you free. The beginning of reprogramming is the awareness. The awareness that that programming is there at all. The awareness that it's still there, whatever it is for you. But that is a major victory. How many people just got a major victory for yourself? Type it in the chat. And maybe type in the chat what the victory was. Because I'll tell you, it will be for you to declare to yourself and the universe what you just got. And you have no idea how it's going to contribute to others as well. Thoughts grow stronger as they are shared. And as one person sees the breakthrough that you just got or what you claim for yourself, she might have diminished that for herself. And you're like, oh, I get to claim that. Like, yeah, that's me too. So we're a community. So type in the chat, what victory did you just get for yourself? Even if it doesn't seem like the happy victory, but if it's a victory filled with wisdom, that still counts as a victory. What are you realizing? When you get that everything happens in our life based on programming, now, I'm going to get to this later. The good news is we get to reprogram. But the unconscious programming is the only thing that is displaying in your life what is, is going on. I, I know what someone's programming is based on their life. It's as simple as that. We're so taught cause and effect that it's like, let's change matter to matter. Let's just eat less and work out more. And then we're going to change our body shape. Let's just work harder and then we're going to make more money. That's not how it works. And whatever little increments of transformation are there doesn't last. It's not fulfilling. Coming from the inside, the beliefs that you create your reality and that you're doing life on your terms. All right, let's see some of these. I claimed something that surprised me to not only get out of debt, but to have the same amount regularly as a positive in my bank account. The thing holding me back is still, if it's not perfect, it won't come together. I won't be worthy of the blessing. Uh, oh, of course it was Bridgette. I mean, like, I mean, come on. This is the level of depth in this community. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and by the way, everyone type your breakthrough in because my team sends me the chat afterwards. I read every single comment. Every single comment, every single breakthrough, every single question, all of it. Afton, I received a hard confirmation of what I must do, but a very hard decision, um, but a wisdom decision. Exactly. Queens know that it's not always easy, but it is necessary. And it's the clarity, the clarity that is so empowering. That I can't have more joy and achieve my desires with out force and anxiety, right, Desiree? To not need approval and acceptance by others. Excellent, Amy. It can be created from my soul versus doing. Dreams are meant for me. Yes, Jessica. Uh, I got the revelation of what's blocking me and shedding the belief of rejection. Woo! Ilaria, I was invited via my site to be in a magazine and writing for another year. I have to reprogram for receiving 
and do serious monetizing. Great. I deserve, hi, Scarlo. I deserve all the desires of my heart and spirit. Yes, yes, yes. Keep them flooding in, keep them pouring in. It is not a good thing when other people don't do good things to us, right? Say we're not good enough, we're not gonna amount to anything, we don't deserve this, or just by their life itself model. You know, if, you're, if your mother or father, they didn't even have to say it, just the way they lived was a communication and their relationship with you. That is one thing. And that is very unfortunate and can cause a lot of stress and a lot of unlived life and a lot of unfortunate things. But I will promise you this, the darkest place in a woman's life is not when they do it to us, it's when we do it to ourselves. And it's our time, ladies. It's our time. Your parents did the best that they could or not. You know, it, it, it was what it was and it wasn't for not for you. You would not be who you are today if you hadn't experienced every single thing that you experienced and today is not that day. Today is the day for you to consciously program in you exactly, exactly what you are about, what you're here for, and understanding you can be, do, and have anything and everything you desire. This is scientific and spiritual law, and I've studied both. And it's up to us to own and claim. So I, I don't want you to be confused by anything going on in your life. The pending divorce, the weight gain, the business struggle, the debt, the any of it, any of it, any of it. I want this to be a beautiful awakening. Oh, of course. I'm in debt because this was the programming that was placed in me. And now I get to reprogram that. I don't know how to do that yet. I don't know how to not be in debt. None of us know how to do the thing. Otherwise, we would be doing it right now. Let's just be honest. You don't need to know the how yet. That all is coming. What I'm here to say is you awakening to owning this, you can feel already that you are on more solid ground. You are owning your throne because you are owning your past. You're taking a look and saying, wow, most of the time, it wasn't awful people that gave us awful programming. Most of the time, it was either really well-meaning people that were just forcing their values on us because they thought it was the best thing for us, or it was people that were just so broken and so wounded themselves that they were so just in survive mode, they didn't have anything else to give. But you got yourself here and you are in a different place and you are not them and you are not your programming but you can't reprogram what you don't know. And that's why I want you to get really intimate with, and you don't have to take it all on at once. One, one big desire and a couple of major reprograms at a time is enough queen, right? When I was really deeply 
delving into this work, I, I wanted quicker external manifestations. I did. I wanted it like I wouldn't have admitted that I wanted to be like a magic trick, but it, it's it's what it was because that's how angry I was getting that it did the external wasn't showing up faster. And I realized it wasn't showing up faster because in an alive way, God was taming my spirit. If it had shown up faster, I would have just been like the young buck, like just going, going, going. And there wouldn't have been the level of wisdom, the level of confidence, the level of certainty, and the level of peace that I have today. And now I've gotten to the point where when I go and I take a look at, and it's like the veil has lifted, I'm like, that's why I haven't manifested that. It almost becomes as great as the manifestation. Like the internal shift, the reclaiming all of these parts of me gets so exciting because I know what I'm going to do with it. Like it doesn't, like the manifestation is like, well, of course, but it's not an of course until you have this internal peace. And that's why everyone else there out there running around, being busy, working harder, working more. It's not the answer. The answer is for you to go in and discover what is the programming? How have you let yourself be programmed? And how are you continuing to run by that program and taking this level of radical responsibility? That. That is what this is about. You owning you so that you can own your throne because you're a smart woman you're gonna see that even if you don't know the how yet if a computer can be programmed in one way it can be reprogrammed in another way yes or no if you can be programmed in one way you can be programmed in another way that's all you need to know right now and when you get so good at being in charge of, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow, about owning your present, that's where the, the, the current reprogramming comes so that you'll own your epic future. But it's important right now for you to really get your past is not insignificant. It's what made you who you are. And to the degree that your past programming is holding you back, that's what you got to get a grip on today. That's what you must become aware of is, and, and don't have 15 desires and 49 programs that you're going after. A queen hones. A queen knows how to focus. A queen knows how to really hone her attention. You take one desire right now and you look at the programming that is sabotaging the full manifestation of that desire. And that is your only job today is to become aware. I know women like us, we're like, oh wait, I need to figure it out and then understand what the programming is and then reprogram it and then do the things to do the manifestation and take all the action. And like, we think that's like what today is about. You don't have to do the surgery on yourself. I just want you to be there for yourself. And when you are so there for you, and I got to tell you, this was a foreign concept even for me. 
for you to be there for yourself, become aware of yourself, become aware of where that came from. Sitting with yourself is a beautiful, beautiful gift. Journaling with yourself, hearing from you. How many of you want the world to hear more from you? Like you wish that they would like listen to you more and hear you more. The only reason they're hearing you at the level or seeing you at the level that they are right now is because of the level that you are seeing you and hearing you. When you hear all of you, when you prioritize all of you, when regardless of what you think other people are going to think about you, you're there for you. You're taking time for you. You're saying, no, no, this is my need. These are my preferences. This is about me right now. And not judging yourself as being selfish and not being in fear that someone else isn't going to be okay. This is queenhood. This is queenhood. So your assignment for yourself today is to be there for you and take a look at owning this past. I'm going to help you with this in, in, in the days to come, but right now you have enough of what it is. What th terrible things do you think were terrible that happened to you or that other people did to you? that you would not be what today had that not occurred. If he didn't cheat on you, if you didn't get fired from that job, if your parents didn't abandon you, whatever it is. So I want you to own that part of your past and allow that transformation to start to take place, viewing it with a different perspective. And then I want you to look at that desire and just become aware of let yourself just get to a place of relief today. That's the only assignment. There's no fixing. There's no any of it. Just get to a place of relief today. Oh, I'm relieved to see that the reason this manifestation hasn't taken place is because this is actually my belief. I haven't reprogrammed it yet. There's a level of relief in that. There's a level of relief in that. So I know how people's schedules are and attention spans and all of that. And so I want to let you know that in addition to these three days that we've got together, that there is an extraordinary journey ahead. And in case you can't join us the next day or the next day live, I want to take a quick moment to let you know what is going to be available to you so that if you are loving the beginning of this journey and if you're really seeing that some big transformation could take place, not just from the outside matter to matter, pushing things around, but deeply considering you and really getting into spiritual principle that will support you in creating a much different life. I'm going to take just a moment and then I do want to take some questions after this. So stay tuned. I'm going to take just a moment to share with you this brand new experience called Own Your Throne. So if everyone wants to go to divineliving.com forward slash own your throne, you're getting the first ever sneak preview of the longer journey of what's to come. And I know that sometimes this opens up something for people where you're like, wait a minute, I'm here, but like, how am I really going to do all this? 
Beyond these three days, I have 10 glorious weeks planned for those of you that you feel this is right for. And it's again, it's at divineliving.com forward slash own your throne. If you're on the page, you'll scroll down. I just want to go over. These are the 10 subjects that we're going to dive in deep to. You're going to fall in love with your life and declare your non-negotiable desires. I'm going to help you master the skill of self-permission so that you never doubt yourself again. I'm going to use my psychology degree as well as 20 years of transformational coaching and help you become untriggerable and eliminate self-sabotage. That's right. And I can stand behind it. We're going to go super deep into the Esther experience. And for such a time as this, what are you meant for at this particular time on the planet? Week five, we're going to get great at receiving and serving by making spirituality your superpower. Week six, waking up to your truth by accessing your intuition. All that lack of clarity, it's unnecessary. Uh, week seven is the courage to communicate like a queen, actually articulating your truth and speaking the truth in love. Week eight, rewriting the hidden subconscious uh, contracts that ruin your life. Week nine, strengthen your self-worth and live your unique purpose with confidence. And week 10, live your legendary life using the feminine art of manifesting. So for 10 glorious weeks, it starts uh, June 28th, I believe. Um, we are going to, every week, we're going to be on two-hour live Zoom calls where I will be teaching and coaching. You're going to have a workbook that goes along with each subject so that you can really go deep within yourself. I am recording weekly prayers and weekly guided meditations to help you with all of the internal work that is necessary to reprogram and then you'll be able to be in community with everyone in the Facebook group. The investment for this program and this life transformation, the mere investment for becoming the ultimate queen of your life is 997, or I did not want finances to inhibit anyone, and there is a $99 a month payment plan if that is what's right for you. Um, so you can go ahead and get registered now if you know you're going to want to do this or if you want to soak up over the next couple of days, I will be here continuing our Own Your Throne training. And for those of you that want to come meet me live in person, there's this one's going to sell out. So if you want this, I wanted to let you know right up front since you're here on day one, um, there is a three-day rich luxury retreat in Naples, Florida, August 5th through 7th. Um, it's for a very small number of women. It is um, just a, a really beautiful experience to be in person for those three days. And you can reserve your spot at 5,500 in full or a two pay plan of 2997. Um, so just wanted to give you this sneak peek for those of you that just are those fast action takers. And you're like, great. I want my ducks in a row. And I want to know what, what's happening. You can go to divineliving.com forward slash own your throne is the registration page. And you can pick which plan is right for you. Now, I know that we have delved into such deep, deep stuff around this, these pieces of the past. And of course, we'll go into such greater depth in over the course of the 10 weeks. Um, but I would love to answer any questions and do any coaching. That's also what I'm here for, um, to really get into the psychology and the spiritual principle of what is going to help you transform every area of your life so that those desires that you wrote down actually become manifested. So if you've got questions, I've got time for a few people, feel free to raise your hand and I will happily call on you. And it looks like Cassandra Smith is up first. Hey, Cassandra, feel free to unmute your mic and what's your question? Hey, Gina. Um, I'm in. 
I'm just curious what the format is. Um, like, is it daily, five, like five days a week? Or like, can you just explain what the format is so that I can start scheduling my life around it? Oh, of the course? Yes. yes. It's two hours once a week. Um, we're going to meet on Wednesdays. I think the times and days are on the page. If not, my team will get that on there. And my team can actually, they know what it is. I'll have them drop in the chat. I don't want to misspeak. I think it's Wednesdays at noon Eastern. Do I have that right? For two hours over 10 weeks all throughout the summer. So the last week of June throughout July and all through August. And we finish uh, right before the beginning of September. See you there. <laughs> awesome. 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 Any other questions, my love on my loves on this programming, the desires, the like, how do I get clear any of that? Lee Mari, did I say your name right? Come on up. Yes, Gina, thank you. I'm so emotional now. Yeah. It's, um, and you did mention like, but I've dealt with these little girl issues in therapy. I'm not sure if the moment was too big that I missed why you say we're still stuck there because you think you deal with this and but that little girl is still there hurting i'm gonna say two things about that one is do i have your permission to just be real yes please just put my video and i'll be real too oh hi gorgeous okay all therapists are not created equal I don't know how to say it, you know, it's like, and I have great respect for therapists and I have great respect for therapy. Um, I've just seen too many people spend so much time and then they'll come to me and I have an ability to laser through. And I'm not setting myself on a pedestal either. I, God has given all of us certain gifts and talents and transformational coaching is one of mine. I will say this too. Therapy, the, the classic definition of therapy is about looking into the past exclusively. And what you get with me in terms of transformational coaching is taking an understanding of the past, but more taking you from where you are and moving you to where you desire to be. And that is coaching. Coaching is taking you from the present moment to the desired place of the future. And so the integration of my modalities has, it's not a magic pill. I am not setting it up like that. I'm also not taking any credit. You will be the one to do the work. I just don't want you to judge any form of it didn't work before. Uh, you haven't worked with me on this before. I don't know what else to say. Um, you know, I, honestly, I kind of wish I was given the, the vocal talent of JLo. You know, like, I mean, I still am, you know, wrestling with God. I'm like, you gave her that and I have transformational coaching skills, but I've kind of stopped the wrestle a bit and just decided to like use my skills. And it is anybody who's been in my programs and in, in some of the ones that go over a longer period of time, women transform. You know, you're, you're not the same when you started as, as you are but any of the Academy alumni or otherwise you want to drop in the chat, but what it's like, you, you become who you really are. And I will also say this emphatically, complete and total healing is available. I don't want anyone to think or listen to any doctor or therapist or any human 
that says this is as good as it's get, or this is what you can expect, or this is just the way it is. I don't believe that over anything at all. I believe the scriptures and the scriptures say that with God, all things are possible. And that includes the healing of the little girl in you. And that includes whatever relationship dynamics you're in. And it includes whatever debt you're in. It includes whatever healing is that must take place in you for you to live a full life. Now, is healing a process? Absolutely. It is not a magic switch, and I'm not selling this to be that. I am just saying if you do not feel completely and totally healed in a particular area of your life, I would invite you to go for it. Show yourself what you got and find out what God's got for you, because I personally believe in complete and total healing. Cool. What do we have next? Olga, come on up. Olga, let me meet you. Who are you? Where are you from? Hi there. Um, Olga Campbell. I'm in California, Valencia, California. Wonderful. Um, I did one of your um, programs back in January a year ago. I was going through a huge transition and found you, and I was very grateful for, for that. I have read this a couple of times. There it is. Um, but I come to a place and even now going through and going back and addressing um, the little girl within um, in my head, the logic side of me knows it knows what to write knows what to say. Um, I don't know how to make a deeper connection. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense or a thousand percent. So there's two three main elements to manifestation. One of them is the thoughts and the knowing, and that is a requirement. The manifestation does not occur until the thought and a heightened sense of emotion meet. And so oftentimes we women have not been supported in deeply developing our femininity. And what happens is we think our emotions, we think our feelings. So mm -hmm. we don't actually feel them. We think we think good, we think fine, we think okay, we think happy, we think that would be nice. But until you are feeling it from an actual embodied feeling place aligned with the thought to the degree that it's the vibrational match of the manifestation, it doesn't show up in your life. Okay. And so one of the things I'm gonna be doing in this course is helping women, it, I mean, this is like, it, it's a course in getting great at being feminine and, and understanding what the empowered feminine actually is. And it's not from the neck up. You're not going to think your way through this exclusively. Your analytical mind is not going to be your best asset here. And I can, I can feel it from here, right? You're like, okay, I've read the book. I've read the book twice and I'm, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to do and it's not working. And congratulations to you for the education you're giving yourself. And now there's a deepening, which is why I'm creating this course so that it's not just the education from the neck up, but it's the experiences and the exercises that we're all gonna go through together over a prolonged period of time so that we get great at being it, feeling it, embodying it to match the intellectual thought and then boom, that combination 
is spiritual law and following the law of quantum physics. It must be manifested if you follow that formula. Okay. All the right. goal is that boom. Thank you. But the goal is actually boom, 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 boom. Love it. Every day a boom. Yes. That was my experience. And you know, it's it's almost like I don't want to liken it to this, but it I'm just me as it's true. It's like getting into the gym at the beginning, you know, it almost feels like it feels stiff. It feels sludge. Like you're not seeing the scale change. You're not seeing anything in the mirror change. And then all the, if you stay with it and you do it consistently, you're like, the curves are like, Oh, I am seeing it. And then all of a sudden, like you're seeing like change, 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 change. That's what happens with the feminine as well. Cool. Michelle, Michelle, is that Michelle Christian? You are, uh, Michelle. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Hello, Gina. Um, I did your program, um, in 2020, it was the gateway to your dream business. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I feel like since then I haven't done anything. I think So my question, I wrote it down. I think don't forget, don't forget is, um, how, do I sort of reconcile myself to the journey that I'm on? I feel like I haven't taken the steps. I've thought, do coaching, do this. Oh, I can't coach. I can't do this. So I just feel like I'm in flux and I just don't want to be in flux. I have the dreams and the desires. I got you. I got you. (laughs) What programming has you in flux? I think that part of it is the not good enough programming. Boom. Part of- we, we, let's just even, and this is what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't want anyone going into overwhelm over this. This is, you are so, I just want to really honor you for even saying that much. If someone has the programming that I'm not good enough, what is the out, if the computer says I'm not good enough, what is the outcome going to be? Yeah. If you program, where do you live? UK, Birmingham. Birmingham. All right. If you program London into your GPS, where are you going to end up? London. Not Dublin. (laughs) So if the programming is, I'm not good enough, you're not going to end up confidently launching your coaching business. Not going to happen. And this is why people get exhausted is because we're trying to override the programming, but the programming hasn't changed. It doesn't matter if it's love, if it's weight loss, if it's business, if it's money, if it's being visible. And so I want you to be compassionate with yourself. It has nothing to do with your wobble and has everything to do with your programming. So we need to work with you on your programming so that if you want to go to London and you program in London, that you actually end up in London. This is the key to everything, ladies. And seeing it through at the depth of level. And it's, it's not about like waving around a mantra card. 
You know, I mean, there, there's elements of that, but there's a lot of spiritual bypass in the community and the, the, the road of queenhood is very deep. It's very profound. It's very thorough. It gets the results no matter what. Does that explain it for you? It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so essentially, the wavering, the going back and forth, the doing your program, the sort of feeling like geared up, I can do this, and then the tailing off, and then that feeling that I've got that I need to be doing something, I need... So I work a full-time job. I, you know, do other things, but I still have that. I need, I need to be financially free. I need, and mm-hmm. that, but then there's that resistance of, I'm not the, the pro- Right. The program is, who's going to do something that they don't think is going to get the result? Nobody. Yeah. If, if I can't, if I don't believe that a particular workout program is going to work for me, I'm not going to show up for it. Even if I buy the package and even if I psyched myself up for a, a moment that like that was going to work for me, if I do, if the programming isn't such, you can, you can't super, you can't supersede the program until you reprogram it. Yeah. It's, it's, you're going to see life gets really simple and really obvious and really fun and really abundant when you get great at the programming. Yeah. Feminine perspective. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And for anyone listening, you might be thinking like, well, this is too easy. Like that's what this world has conditioned us to think that this is crazy, that this is just woo woo, that this is like, that's too easy. Really? You want, you want, there's a fierceness to reprogramming. So there's nothing that, though it's simple, it's not that easy. It, it takes determination, devotion, and commitment. But I'll tell you what's hard. Keep doing the same thing and hoping for a different result or the unlived life. Ralph Ann is up next. Ralph Ann. Hey there. Can you hear me? I can. All right. Sorry, Queen G. I'm driving. <laughs> No, but, so real quick. What's your question? So real quick. So I am, you know, trying to redo my schedule, helping with my grandson and whatnot. And lately, I just feel like I am getting a little more distracted, you know, so I'm usually good at focusing and my daily success goals and all the things. Mm-hmm. So is there like a, a shortcut for people like me who are used to having my me time and now I just want to kind of leave for like a week retreat by the water and I can't really do that (laughs) yeah I just I feel like I'm not focused that's called fed up okay and that's where (laughs) we get to when we haven't honed the feminine arts because in accessing our intuition in accessing the ability to bend time and space uh, in speaking the truth in love, being able to set boundaries unapologetically, there's more than enough time and more than enough space for whatever it is that you're meant for now. But when we are saying yes, when we mean no, when we're saying no, when we actually want to say yes, when we're making excuses, when we're not actually hearing from us, when we're functioning from shoulds and all that other programming, that's when 
there's this massive, massive energy drain. We spend our lives in ways that aren't actually authentic to us. And then we're just like, F it, I'm going to the beach. Does that make sense? Did I lose Ralph Ann? Well, I hope that was of service to everybody else. The point is, Ralph Ann, you can come back and listen to the recording. The point is, this is about us getting into our power in the present moment, which we're also going to talk about tomorrow in the free training. And um, it's this doesn't happen when you are owning your throne. I'm just going to say it that way. Um, but it is absolutely all the symptoms of the programming that does not serve at the highest level. Okay. Did we find Kelly's question yet? Did Kelly, did we type that in? Or maybe Kelly, turn off your video. I'm happy to come back to you. It was just the internet was weak. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you much better now. What's your question? Okay. I was in the process of typing, but um, I guess I want to say thank you, of course, because I think we hear that enough. But um, how do you get over the imposter syndrome? I have, I have found, I, I, mean, I have degrees, I have certifications in life coaching. I have certifications. I've been a trainer for 19 years mm -hmm. and I've had this vision of what I wanted. To, I even wrote a book. The imposter syndrome is a symptom of not owning your throne. End of story. You know, there is, you get so great at being yourself when you are nurturing queenhood because queenhood is about confidence. Queenhood is about authenticity. Queenhood is about not needing other people to approve of you. Queenhood is you deciding what is enough and who's enough and, and, and what's enough for you and actually having that decision be in service to you and your contribution in life. So anyone, anyone, anyone dealing with imposter syndrome has not owned their queenhood. And that's what this program and, and this course is for. So we'll, we'll be able to see very clearly where the programming came from and what healing needs to and must take place. Because anytime we just try to scooch it under the rug or kind of like act like it's not there, we're not healing it. And you deserve for that to be completely healed. You've already discovered for yourself very wisely that another certification and another external thing isn't gonna be enough. It never is. It's like thinking like if you like change your looks and you're gonna be worthy of your soulmate or something. It's just not what it's about. It's all about you becoming the best version of you, you having enough of a sense of self that like, imposter like like it doesn't even come up like it's not even it's not even a thought let alone a feeling and that's what you deserve you deserve to be the queen that god created you to be and god doesn't create frauds and god doesn't create imposter and so that is all of that is very 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 far away from the throne and we're going to not just get you back to your throne but owning your throne cool Alina, hi, gorgeous. Hi, Gina. Hi. Just for everyone else, I did Gina's program year about a year ago. It was totally life changing. Oh. All my all my plans and dreams and wishes that I set out then have manifested themselves or are part of my life now. Congratulations! So well done, you. So it all worked out perfectly. Now, when I was writing this these things down, um, there is. There is one thing that comes 
time and time again as a kind of obstacle to kind of going to the next level. And it's this mix of having really high standards for what you do, for people that you work with, um, for the way integrity with which you operate with, which has served me so well in my work. Yeah. But it is also really an obstacle. In, for example, now I want to do more art and you will have everyone telling you, oh, it's amazing, it's amazing, you should do an exhibition. Huh? But I just don't feel it. My standards are so high on that because I know what else is going on there. Um, and I feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite okay. there yet, which yep. is not necessarily imposter, but I feel like there is a block there that I yep. cannot access. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm not even gonna call it a block. There's a level of depth that I think that you're seeking and it's divine guidance. Mm. What I am discovering when I am so, and it, it takes practice to, to get out of Gina and leave space for spirit. Mm -hmm. And spirit is the one that calls it. Like when is enough enough? And, and like where, like, because there's a real fine line between what we call high standards and perfectionism. And perfectionism mm. is a form of self-sabotage. Mm. And so I'm not even gonna say like, spirit's gonna say when good enough is good enough, cause it's not about good enough. It's always about epic and spectacular, mm. but it is about releasing any form of thinking well, if there was a little bit more blue, then they'll like it more. If I add more detail here, then it's going to sell for more. Like it's, it's, I have found when I become so relentless in being spiritually guided, I no longer am making decisions. The decisions mm -hmm. are made for me. And that's part of what um, I've done here in this own your throne experience is the the curriculum is going to be about you all not going and getting and thinking that manifesting is going and making your big dreams happen. That's mm -hmm. not manifesting mm -hmm. like a queen. It's about bringing everything to you, like you becoming the vibrational match, you becoming the vortex. Mm -hmm. So whether it's clarity, whether it's confidence, whether it's like, this is done, it's time to move on. Um, this is complete, like whatever it is, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm barely making any decisions because they're all being made for me right now. This is so interesting, it's so interesting. It's really an interesting angle to see it. And, but also there is this part where, you know, we are all different, maybe some of us have to have slightly higher standards. Maybe that's also our It's not a, no, because you can feel the level of anxiety and push. Mm. Mm. Um, trust, Just don't go there. There's, there's, you know, ask anyone who knows me, my standards are plenty high. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not here for a bargain or a budget or cutting any corners. Mm. It's, it's, and, and I'll tell you this, you know, whose standards are higher than mine? God's. And then there's that. So mm. it's not about that. It's about your connection with spirit mm. that you know, that you know, that you know, mm. and that there is this feeling of peace or clarity or um, like I said, when you make yourself open to the unknown, things will happen in ways that you couldn't even think up, mm. you know, in terms mm. of 
somebody comes in and is like, don't touch it. I don't want anything else done to it. This is exactly the way I want it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever it is. But the point is, I can feel this level of proving a little bit of anxiety, a little mm -hmm. bit like, wait, but if I'm even better, then it will be even better. And mm -hmm. there, there has this kind of little bit of this feeling to it. And, and so how would you practice that? you know basically you know meditation spiritual practice what what do you recommend mm -hmm. uh you know i mean that's what we're going to be going through over these 10 weeks are releasing mm -hmm. the layers of the known the traditional the conventional the conditioning that's set in place so that we can then use the feminine principles of knowledge and insight and wisdom and intuition and i've got exercises for mm -hmm. you as well so that you are daily in flow with the divine. Super, thank you so much, this is great. You're so welcome, my love. Lindsay, you're up next, long time no see. Nice to see you here. I know, hi Gina. Um, you kind of sort of touched on it in that last little bit. I was gonna ask you about, I caught the end, like partway through where you're talking about when your heart or needs rest or more like enough's enough. And I feel like I've taken the last four months to give myself a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I've continued working, but like no advertising or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my heart just isn't in it anymore. And I'm like, so scared to walk away from it because I know I'm good at it. And I know I have this, like, I keep getting, it's almost like the more I think I'm going to walk away or walk away, I guess, um, or pivot, the more feedback I get, like, you're the best. You're so good. I can't believe that. And, um, I'm like, is it like, how do you know if it's sabotage and you're like walking away from like a talent or a gift? Because I can't see like the fear is like, if money was no issue, like, and this wasn't my stream of income, would I walk away from it and, or be complete with it? Probably. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I feel like, you know what I'm, what I'm getting at? I got you. I got you. So the first thing is when you're passionate, you're not questioning it. And every queen lives her life by passion. And when there's not passion in a particular area, something has gone wrong and it needs looked at and it needs healed and it needs given attention to. Um, the other thing is queens don't get their significance from others. So if you're, you're being so fed that people are saying that you're the best at this, but clearly it doesn't matter because you're not clear, you're not sure, you're not certain, you're not confident, and you're also not passionate, but you're hooked because the programming somehow says, if someone else says I'm the best at something, I, I'm getting significance there versus from source or self. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I really see there's a deep reclaiming opportunity for you, Lindsay, to listen more to you and to get more guidance from source um, so that you are the passionate woman you are and clear and excited and you don't need validation about something that you're not into 
about making money, like all of it's far away from your throne. Doing it for them, which I understand it all. Like, I mean, you basically described the last year and a half of my life, you know, like, this is my known form of money. This is where I get my significance. This is my identity. Wait, maybe I should pick up the, is this the self-sabotage card? Like, you know, anytime it's like, these are just obvious indicators of not only not owning the throne, but being very far away from it. And you're not alone with it. It's, it's the reclaiming that we all must do so that we are owning the throne and knowing who we are and being unapologetic. And, you know, there's just this, when, when it's like, if someone's on a health journey and they're really, they're sleeping well, they're working out, they're eating well, not militantly, but like, well, like, and like really actually healthy, taking their supplements, they're healthy every single day, all day. It's not like, oh, they feel good in the morning or they feel like, like, like they, they experience consistent and continual health that automatic, like lungs breathe without them thinking about it or working on it. And like, you know, the heart doesn't need a compliment that it's beating and you know, the, like everything's just functioning and flourishing and our lives get to be that way and are meant to be like that every day, all day, we know what the next divine assignment is. We're clear on it. We're being guided. If we're not, we're not making a move. We're doing the work to expand our consciousness. Um, we're choosing to lean more into spiritual principle and being feminine than making anything happen and the other stuff and coming up against like, oh, wow, I see that particular belief showing up. So I see this being a very beautiful next step in deepening for you. Um, you already have so much of it. You already have a really great foundation. It's just that um, it's very tempting, particularly in the time of a transition to be more vulnerable to the outside than the inside. And it's the, the deep, deep cultivation of the inside that is meant to be the keys of success for us all right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Dom, you're up. Welcome. Are you there? Do you have a question? We'll get you unmuted. Hi, you are. Hi. Hi. Long time no see, Gina. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I wrote my question down so I wouldn't forget it. Okay. So I've been getting better at trying to do things differently, leaning into my femininity, trusting God, and doing less to avoid burnout. However, I have not been seeing results, and it makes my old programming and abandonment wounds come up as far as I have to do everything. I have to work hard for my survival. No one is going to come to save me, et cetera. I feel delusional because I've been trusting. I feel like I've been trusting too much and having faith, surrendering, and things still have not been working. So I feel yeah. crazy. I feel like, yes, yeah, I feel crazy. That's the best way I can put it. <laughs> There's, um, society would want us to think that way, right? Like if, if, and a lot of the religious stuff isn't getting to the itch. It's not getting to the core. And, you know, it's kind of this like 
syrupy surfacey stuff and it's like we need we need some like microdermabrasion like we, we need to like exfoliate these top layers and then put the good stuff in so like our skin can really soak it up and you're you're on the right track it's just that we want to take you 10 layers deeper with it you know, I can tell you already know, and your heart is in the right place about, you're like, okay, it's the feminine. Okay. It's the spiritual. Okay. I'm, I'm worthy, but there's, it's not strong enough yet to not get like, when a thought comes in, it's like, well, how are you really going to be okay? You know, and they're like, ah! uh, and so there's a deeper development and like I was talking about before, it can feel a little slow at the beginning because um, it can be like, well, I'm, I'm journaling, I'm meditating, I'm, I'm reading the book, I'm like doing, and it's like, where's the, where's the, where's the result? And here's the only thing I know for sure. Consistency wins every time. Mm -hmm. And I found within myself, there's, and it's not just doing the same thing for a long period of time and like hoping that it works consistency on being relentless about getting the result. And the result only comes from when you make a decision. And a decision means to cut. You have got to die to the old self for the new self to come. And for me, what that looks like is I have to not want it. It has to become a must. Mm -hmm. And when it becomes a must, when I really go there, I remember like when I first said I was so wounded and broken and insecure and upset and fraught about my money story. And I finally, I stopped trying. I stopped trying. I said, you know what? I'm doing this no matter what. And I don't care how long it takes. And I don't know how long it's going to take. And I don't know if it's going to take three weeks or three months or three years or 30 that I am doing this until I figure it out. And when you go in that way, not caring as much about the external outcome, the external outcome comes faster. Mm. Okay. Because you're like, God, it's me and you, and I am in this un until I get the breakthrough. It's not like, I really need this to change. Can you please help me? It's a different energy. Okay. It's much deeper. Because I've started, I've been starting to feel like I'm begging God. Like, and I'm like, I know he said to ask. Right. Not, and I'm starting to feel like I'm begging. When you're begging, you know that you haven't made the decision yet. Mm, okay. So I want you, so that's part of this owning your throne is claiming this is your birthright. And this is who you're choosing to be on this planet. And you are not going to move until this manifestation comes. What, what's one desire? Let me hear it. It's, they've gotten smaller. I wanted to make 10,000 a month. Then I was right. like, okay, Enough. I'll stay, stay there. You do the work that's actually going to make the difference, which is changing your programming. And when you change your programming, it doesn't mean you're just sitting there meditating on your couch for 15 hours a day. It's like, you will get guidance. You will You'll have an idea. You'll be shown the way. I mean, this whole program came about as a result of I mean, my journal today. Uh, team, Damn. if you'll go ahead and get the muting happening there. Um, 
I was writing in my journal today. Uh, do you understand what are we at June 15th? Do you understand at this time last month, this was not in my consciousness, let alone my plan at all. And if you don't believe me, ask my team. Like at this time last month. And when I went into this place within where I was like, I am figuring out the next chapter of my life from a place of passion, a total bullseye, because I know what that is, but I wasn't experiencing it at all. And I am not moving until it's that. I, you know, went on that solo retreat that I took myself on and this came out of that. And mm. it wasn't even the first, iteration. you know what this was going to be called? The summer of self-love. I was like, you know, I was like, I got to do something. I'm like, why don't I just do something where I'm at? And then, and I, so I went, uh, I was like up in upstate New York and in my journal. And it was so like, I was like, this, is, this sounds great. I love an alliteration. And so I went into New York City. And I was like, hey, some of my friends was like, yeah, I came up with the idea for my new program. It's going to be the summer of self-love. And they were like, <laughs> like, have you met you? They're like, I mean, self-love is great, but like your work is way deeper than that, Gina. Like, I'm like, isn't that, but I mean, like deeply loving yourself. And they're like, go back to the well, girlfriend. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, you're going to have summer self-love or you're going to have own your throne, which one is more. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is what I'm here to be on the journey with all of you. I've, I've very recently had my breakthroughs and I just want to pour into each one of you so that you get your own. It's not about lowering your standard from your 10K months, but it's about not trying because your question already even had trying in it. So we already know that's weakened energy. It's definitely not about begging and it's getting you back into your queenhood because you're not going to get to 10K months from where you're at being anything but a queen. Got it? Thank you. You're welcome. Cindy, you're up. Welcome. And then we got Cindy Me? and then Vanessa, and then we'll call it. All right. Hi, Cindy. What's your question? Hi. So first of all, thank you so much uh, for everything you're doing. My question is, so you said get on the level. So manifestation and emotions need to meet. So um, I recently applied for the assistant manager position and I was feeling good. I felt the interview went great. However, I didn't get the position. So how do you deal with those? Um, like when you don't do it or you don't get what you feel you were ready for? Yes, yes, yes. So we'll be diving deeply into this so that I'm going to share with you what it is right now. But this is only going to be information until it's so deeply ingrained into you at the level of this becoming your automatic default. It's, I'm thrilled this is happening because. I'm thrilled okay. this is happening because. Now, right now your programming is, I really wanted that. That would have been really helpful. I would have really liked that. I thought that was for me. So somehow you're, and I'll let you say, what, what did you make this mean for you? I'm sorry, what? What did you make not getting the job mean for you? Um, God has something better for me. It wasn't the time yet. Maybe I'm getting prepared for a better position. Okay. Um, 
uh, a better option? I, I say this with love. And so everyone can kind of see Cindy's being our teacher right now. That's all you're thinking. It's none of your belief system. So what's the okay. belief system, Cindy? I'm sad to say this, but that I'm not worthy of it. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that it just wasn't for me or I wasn't trying hard enough. Right, right. So here's the good news. You've done half the work because some women don't know that God has something better out there for you. And it wasn't for you because there's something even more you out there. Like a lot of people don't even think that you're at least thinking that, but you're not feeling it. You're feeling sad and knowing that there's something better for you doesn't create a happy experience. Doesn't create a powerful experience. Doesn't have you be the queen of your life. Okay. And so this, when you like get it, when you are celebrating, yes, I did not get that job. You know what? I really wanted that. And can you imagine God's got something even better in mind for me? Let's go out to dinner tonight to celebrate that I didn't get that job until you're acting like that over it. It's not reprogrammed. Okay. Got it. But we'll help you. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. you. All right. I think that's Vanessa. You're, you are the last caller today. Vanessa, what's your question? We'll get Vanessa unmuted. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. What's your question, love? Uh, can you see me? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. There you are. Okay. Hi. Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so flabbergasted. Uh, my question was about social media and being visible. Um, uh-huh. As you see my quote, living beyond expectations. I love it. That's my motto. But I don't know how to show it online on social media. I still feel like I'm holding back. Mm-hmm. Well, based, on today, based on today, why do you believe you're holding back? Uh, because I'm comparing, um, you know, I feel like there are other better coaches there or, you know, I'm not in the same lane as them. Mm-hmm. So I guess that that's the problem. <laughs> that is a problem, but we're going to, we're going to heal that problem. What's your question for me about this? How can I be more visible and be myself and don't feel the pressure of the others, the others on social media? What, what do you think will happen when you're visible on social media? Um, I will get judged. Maybe a question no, maybe. about, yeah. Um, yeah, get judged most probably. Yeah. Okay, let's judged. just even take that one. Yeah. Um, so the opportunity for you is to develop yourself in such a way that you're not afraid of being judged. You know you're going to be judged and you know there's going to be people that say, wow, she's my person. And there's going to be people that are like, wow, she's not my person. And neither one are going to affect your self-esteem, your confidence, or, or rob 
you of your focus or attention. But the, this takes the development from the inside. This is the personal development work that is necessary to go and be a, and it's not just a success out there online. I mean, there's a lot of people that have a lot of followers and they, they look successful and then they'll tell you about their eating disorders and they'll tell you about their anxiety and they'll tell you about them working 20 hours a day. So because you have, you know, millions of followers and that's your life experience, that doesn't equal success to me. So if you're going to go be actually successful online, I want it to be pleasurable for you. I want you to love the experience of it. And I want your contribution in the world to be profound for the people who are receiving it, who it's meant for. And so when we develop you and the, with the qualities of a queen, you will stand in your power and you'll go be you unapologetically and you'll just draw and magnetize all the people that you are perfect for to you. Great. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, everyone. All right. If you love this and you want 10 weeks of it, go to divineliving.com forward slash own your throne. Get yourself registered. You'll get the calendar and you'll get all the links and everything to get yourself set up and you can just organize your summer and get all those details. If you want to join me for the retreat, that one always sells out fast because there's just a small number of people that I take for the retreats. Um, so definitely reserve your spot now. I wanted you to have that. And most importantly, make sure that you are here same time, same place tomorrow. Today was about owning your past. And I hope that you are very proud of yourself for doing that. Tomorrow, we're going to get into owning your present because so many times people are living in the past or the future. We're going to get you solid in the present. I hope that this has been a blessing to you today. Before you sign off, if you will leave in the comments, what is one nugget takeaway breakthrough you got for yourself? Remember, I I'm going to read every single one of them. So I just want to see, what did you get for yourself today? What's one aha, one insight, one like, you know what? I put this time in for me and this is how I move myself forward. This is how I move my life forward. This is something I'm going to choose to be proud of. This is an awareness I got for myself. 